And we're recording. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Quantum Leapers. This is Chuck. I'm Toby. And we're here to talk to you about episode... <coughs> was it six? Yes. Double Identity. Damn, good job. I was going to have to look it up. All right, I'll sum up this episode. Um, no real spoiler warning needed. Um, Sam finds himself in a situation in a leap where he is a mob hitman currently having an affair with the fling of the Don who has a penchant for murdering the people that his girl gets with. Funnily enough, did you know that um, let's see, what was it called? Dean Stockwell was in Married to the Mob in 1988 and in that movie, he played a Don-like character named Tony, who was having an affair with a woman who cheats on him with a hitman named Frank. Frank's widow, and Frank's widow, whom Tony pursues, eventually becomes a hairdresser. This episode has Sam in basically the same situation with a hitman named Frankie, the son of Tony. Huh. Well, isn't that cool? What do you think of the episode? Um, it's... <coughs> Really not one of my favorites. Um, you know, it does show a another side to Scott Bakula. I mean, and we've kind of touched on this on earlier uh, podcasts that he is a very versatile actor. Um, you know, but I think it's. Uh, it, it, so far in the first season, they're, uh, uh, I can see how they've touched on everything that a little boy would want to do when he grows up. You're a pilot, you're a cowboy, you're a gangster, or you know you, you, you can shoot up the town and you know do all the bad stuff that you must have been a very violent little boy. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's kind of neat that I that. You know, uh, if you look at it from that point of view, as seeing that, you know, he's just, he's kind of touching on all the professions that, you know, children grow up and think they're going to do or be. And this, I was just looking at the order, Um, this will pretty much be the last time we have an episode like that for at least for a long while the next episode is about civil rights then we have the kamikaze kid one of if not my favorite episode yes yes um then we have play like so this is very much so like this is the last of the little boy what you want what you wanted to be as a kid episodes right but it is kind of neat that, uh, you know, finding out that some of the stuff that happens, like the the blockout was real, and that the Don, uh, the Don is real and got killed, uh, you know, following year after that episode was, uh, you know, well, not the episode, but that period in time that he gets killed in 66. Um. Yeah, I thought, and my favorite part of it was seeing what it's like for somebody who comes back when at the very end. This is a spoiler alert, a spoiler warning. 
um, at the very end when the power surges and he jumps into Gino, um, we see what it's like because Frankie still thinks it's exactly when he left. Right. So that means that a whole bunch of people that Sam leaped into uh, that had all these big events in the in the days or weeks that he was there, they're going to come back like they woke up from a coma. Because <laughs> I really don't think that... I mean, maybe they're in the waiting room. They're like, well, Sam's going to leap in 10 seconds, so we better give him a quick update. They don't really seem to have that kind of time. I do like how, again, and... And this particular episode, it shows you that it's not just the project that is um, leaping Sam around through time, that it, it that it has a, a higher power. I liked, yeah, I definitely liked when they kept it more ambiguous, like a god or fate or time or whatever it was, rather than, because I, I'm not a fan of the ending where it's like, spoiler alert, for somebody, for anyone who hasn't seen a show that ended an yes. uncomfortable number of years ago, <clears throat> but they're like, "Well, you've controlled it all the time, the whole time." How did he know about this random hitman in 1965? Right, and I, and and you know, and I I don't like how they take those kind of you know that stuff for granted uh, because. That that kind of does away with what what the show was about and what you know the characters were were doing. You know, if if he if he controlled it, he would have been able to just to leap back home at any time and be with his wife and his child. Very true. Um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, you know. But I think it, 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 this particular episode touches on a on a bit of realism, you know, as far as what like a you know a '50s '60s gangster family would be like, and all the stereotypic um, things that they do do. I've known Italian gangsters; they really yes, do act yes, like so, that. Um, and that's not like for those of you listening that's not one of those things where somebody's like oh yeah I know a guy like that I've sat at this we have both sat at the same table as a guy who and as an Italian who laundered <laughs> yes. money for the <laughs> yes, mafia we have. a guy who was on the run at some point during the 30s it yes, says that uh, yes we have Don Gino Franscotti was murdered by the Carlucci family in April of 66. I, I was, couldn't remember the name. I call them the Carducci's, and I don't think that's a real word. IMDb goofs. When Sam looks into the mirror for the first time and sees Frank, himself as Frankie, he's wearing pants on a shirt. He reaches over to grab his suit jacket when he faces the mirror again. Uh, when he faces the mirror again, he's wearing a cummerbund that wasn't there a second ago. Didn't notice. I didn't notice that either. Mm-mm, didn't notice. Um, this one is actually kind of interesting. It, it, they say that Frankie is the firstborn son of his family, and yet his brothers are primo and segundo, which means first and second in Italian. So they more than likely, they wouldn't have named their second and third kids first and second. Right. right. Um, and especially since they, uh, they really liked Frankie. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> very see. true. Very <laughs> It'll true. be like on King of the Hill. I could get it when he named when Cotton names his uh, second son Good Hank, and then starts calling <laughs> his firstborn Bad Hank. That's the real true. Northwestern blackout, okay, in real life, was on November 9th of '65, but it was caused by a 230 kilo kilo kilovolt. Uh, transmission line near Ontario, Canada at 5.16 p.m. So they got it down to like to the minute because he plugged it in at 5.15, 5.16 hit and there was the blackout. Right. That's that's pretty <laughs> impressive. And that, I, I mean, because that, that makes it very cool. I mean, it, imagine like how many shows do we have now that get stuff wrong that's easily Googleable. Right. Somebody had to look this up when exactly what time that it. They had to go right. find somebody or go to the library, and shows now can't even type it into their iPhone. That's true. Well, it it, it touches on a bit of realism as far as like you know, you know this this could have very well happened, and, and it gives you a little. It kind of dives more into what the show is all about. You know, cha- changing time or changing circumstances, and you know, and to know that this actually happened, you know, it kind of just makes you makes you want to believe that uh, you know th- this is that this is true. And it guarantees that for the until the day they all die, even when Frankie leaves the mafia, if he needs a favor, his brothers are going to do it. Right. Because, <laughs> I mean, if they started out, there's like, why are we doing this? Hey, Frankie says we need to do it. We're doing it. All right? And, you know, he plugs in a hairdresser at a frat house at 515. Eight states and part of Canada all lose power for the night. So for the rest of their life, it's going to be like, you know what? I don't even care. What do you need, Frankie? <laughs> right. All right. Have you heard the theory? <clears throat> partially mine, partially Max's, and then I've heard a, a couple of places online with a similar theory. There's a theory that, because you know parallel universes and all that, right, right. that fiction in this universe is just like it bled into someone's dreams or something, and then they created it in our world, but that all or at least most fiction in our world is, a, is real in another universe. No, I have not heard that, but uh, it really gives you something to ponder. Hey, baby. And I have would, the loudest dog in North America. And would kind of make sense on, you know, stuff that does happen. Spoiler alert for a future episode. Because, um, all right, there we go. You've had time to pause it now. We live in, like, the Lee Harvey Oswald episode that establishes that we live in the timeline that he fixed. Right. So, either we have a leaper or we have Sam for real. Shut up. Pause it. We forgot Emma. We're back. And we're back. I had to go get the dog. I left her in the yard. Um, this is not a particularly memorable episode. So, for the next couple of minutes to wrap up we are going to talk about some, some ideas i have because when it, when does yellowstone come back i believe not till november okay so in october what i want to do when we both got days off i want to do four episodes where we go back and 
I'm not really sure how to do it because we could watch all four, all like the one season in a day and then do a huge podcast about it because we don't, or I mean, cause what are there? 40 episodes. There's like 10 episodes a season of Yellowstone. Right. So that would, that would be a lot to bang out in a month. I don't know. We'll figure out how to do it, but I definitely want to do, uh, our thoughts on Yellowstone because the way I like, like most people, um, we, whenever the... Yellowstone's what, supposed to come back November 13th. Okay. Aw, birthday present. Two days later is my birthday. Woo. I'm old. Um, like most people, when my dad and I watch Yellowstone or any other show that we're into at the time, the we, show comes on and we have little comments that we make on commercials and things like that and then for the next 25 minutes after the show ends we discuss things and we bitch about the stuff we didn't like or we talk about what we did like so i want to we're going to work out a way to do that for yellowstone before it starts and um that may be in addition i think it'll probably be in addition because i don't want to stop that i don't want to take a pause from the quantum leap because by november we should be into some of my favorite episodes all right um it's like the what the second or third week of august now yep good god august started yesterday that's like time time is flying by Um, folks so yeah by then we should be into some pretty good freaking episodes so but there will be other things uh coming up what's what's the next episode well to go by so far we've been a a fighter pilot we have been a school teacher. We've been a prize fighter, and we have been an, uh, a veterinarian in the fifties. And then now we're a, you know a gangster. So in this next episode, we will be a Sam experiences firsthand racism when he leaps into the body of an elderly black man in the pre-civil rights south of 55 oh this is I where love, he sits at the lunch counter I love this one I love this freaking episode racism is something that you know is touched on throughout the series and you know it shows you just how pertinent Quantum Leap was uh, during the 80s and 90s. Sure. And, Ab- well, and today. Short season run for the first season. Like nine episodes. Yeah, there are nine episodes from March of 89 to May of 89 because, let's see, season two's first episode is honeymoon express huh. well and they're they're like it's it's weird i know that they used to give them shorter ones and then when the show got popular they'd order a full season right, run right. but for but for them to invest all that money in nine episodes usually they give them at least like you know 10 or 12 but we need to we also need to touch on you know again how cool Dean stockwell is and did you know he's actually Ita- he? Well, he was, R.I.P. He still is Italian. Thank you very much. He's still out there helping Sam. <laughs> so when he, I love the scene in the barbershop, which Sam's eidetic memory saved his life. 
you know, and, and which is, I want to call Bull on that because, well, actually, no, he has the eidetic memory, but I, can you just hear something and then repeat it pitch perfect? Yeah. Because that did, I mean, but I love when Al starts like, and goes off in Italian and looks the same, like, not too much, too much for you? Okay. Yeah, the, I would have been shot because there's no way that um, I could have. He would have been, been like, able to do that. And I would have been like, Bonabad, and he just would have slit my throat. But you know, the chemistry that those two have is was is amazing. And with the reboot, you know, I'm not sure how that's gonna work. You know, because these two, you could tell they were friends. Yeah. The um, the one and only thing that I find cool about the reboot, it well Ernie Hudson is cool in everything. Yeah, that's true. That dude is badass. Like he was awesome. Everything from Ghostbusters to Grace and Frankie, that dude is awesome. But he plays magic. From when Sam uh, leaps into Vietnam and saves Tom's life. They call him Magic. Oh, yeah. So he that's actually true. he's working at the at Project Quantum Leap um, as someone that he that Sam leapt into. Uh, I, I still won't watch Magic it. from the pool pool hall. So oh, you got right. me a little sidetracked yeah, there okay. for a second. But well, uh, let's wrap it up. We're about at time, so well, we want to thank you guys for listening. I know this uh, you know, uh, particular episode was wasn't much. Very middle um, of the road. Very like know, take it or leave it. Right, but I, I do love the ver- the versatility of Scott Bakula cannot and Dean be, Stockwell. Cannot be overstated how awesome those dudes the are. The chemistry that those two had, just the general respect they had for one another, and. We look forward to catching you next time as we go back in time to 1955 and we touch on racism. So we thank you for listening, folks. Side note, I would love to see a chart on a time on a timeline of him jumping back and forth because he's in 65 here. He's in 55 there. He's in 75 and 85. It probably looks hilarious. Well, we'll have to maybe maybe we'll have to make one up. All right. Thanks for chatting with us.